listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Kicking off your 1 o'clock hour, Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone as we are live here at Tim Daly Infinity. You need a vehicle, you want to drive an Infinity? Of course you do. It's the, uh, you know, you're, you're a better person when you drive an Infinity. Your kids respect you. Your wife loves you a little bit more. Your boss will respect you. You want to get on the fast track at work? Get an Infinity. You want your kids to be a starter? Yeah. On their high school football team? Drive an Infinity. Drop you, them off to practice in an Infinity. They're like, oh, okay. Well, this kid is has been born from a man who knows what he's doing in life. If I If I don't play this kid, I'll be sued. Yes. I got to find a way to make this work. So I'm telling you, your life will be better. Your kids will respect you. They'll study more. They won't do drugs. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's high success rate. Yes, exactly. They'll go to college, marry into money, and uh, you'll be taken care of. So it, consider it an investment in yourself. A lot of people I know drive Infinity. Frank, a lot of, like Frank. Dolce Cr- drives an Infinity? Yeah. Christian. Yes. Well. Christian likes to wreck infinities. <laughs> <laughs> he was checking at safety, Scotty. Give him a break. I was waiting for that. He wanted to see if the airbags do deploy on time. And they did. He was safe. You drive it into a divider on the freeway, it's going to save your life. Oh, I haven't told. Have I told you the Ajay story? No. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll do that here during the interview yeah you need to Uh-oh. you need to see this <laughs> you're telling me <sighs> the play-by-play voice for the, the utah, utah state, state women's basketball team got himself into a little bit of a pickle and he can get into a little pickle <laughs> <laughs> we when we make these road trips man you know, John Hartwell just roughs him up. And, oh. He beats him up good. Because we're, uh, you know, a lot of times we need to get to the stadium a little early so he can set up. And so they, sometimes they have some rental cars that we can use. And uh, and Hartwell was like, hey, uh, I think I got a rental for you, you guys. And he's like, I didn't get a car seat in the back for Ajay. But- oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ajay's so good with it, though, man. He's, he has so much fun. He's the best. Yeah. The poor guy, though. I love the kid. Anyway, all right. Well, here's James Empey. We had a chance to chat with him earlier in the week. Such a good dude. Uh, He joins us every Monday at 10 a.m., and we started off by talking about the injury and and, uh, not being able to play against uh, Utah State. I'm feeling better every day, man. Hoping to get back real soon. Um, But just proud of my guys and how they played uh, Friday night. It was a blast to watch. Uh, yeah, you had probably one of the best seats in the house for sure. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about. Um, I, I mean, well, first off, I mean it's an in-state game. Uh, how disappointed were you that were you, you weren't able to go in that one? Oh, I, I was very disappointed. Um, but you know, it's, it's football, man, and and uh, the next guy up mentality is is huge right now. And um, guys are you know lots of guys are stepping up and playing and and doing well. And so you'd love to see it. And just just pumped with how the guys played. I thought, you know, there's a couple guys that stepped up big time in that game and uh, you know helped us get the dub, and it was it was a blast to watch. So, James, how are injury decisions made? Like for your in your instance, like 
is it a Monday, Tuesday thing? Like if you're not back by Wednesday, how do those decisions get made of if you're going to play and not? And when did you know that you'd be off the field? You know, I, I don't know if there's a specific time that I knew, and I don't even know if there's, um, you know, a, a one-size-fits-all uh, scenario to that question. You know what I mean? Our, our training staff does a great job at, you know, trying to look at those things. We've got team docs that, that do a great job, and, um, you know, everybody does their best to try and get you back on the field. And, you know, when, when it's decided that it's probably not a good idea, then, you know, everybody's on board and, and we all work together. So I've, I've been grateful for those guys this last week, and um, I'm sure I'll be grateful for them this week too. And we're uh, just trying to do our best to get back to work. Is it still more miserable and more time-consuming to be injured than it is to be practicing and playing? Because it used to be wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, you got to be there. George Curtis would be twisting on something that's painful, and then you'd have ice and stem. Is it still time-consuming and, and nauseating how much time you put into rehab? Yeah, you spend. I spend all day in the training room, and and uh, a lot of guys are in the same boat right now. So yeah, you'd much rather be healthy than hurt for for multiple reasons. But um, like I was saying, these, these guys are just they're uh, they're so awesome. We have great great trainers here that take good care of us, and so they they make it a little easier. So. You don't go. Harris Lachance doesn't go as well. And that offensive line, uh, outside of that, maybe that first snap, uh, which didn't count anyway, didn't seem like it missed a beat. Talk about the evaluation of your guys and uh, how they came together. Because I know chemistry is so important along an offensive line, but certainly seemed like you guys, uh, those guys handled themselves very well. Yeah, I mean, the, Connor Connor did, did really good stepping in. And, you know, he's already started a few games this season. And, he played uh, most of the bowl game last year at, at center. So, um, you know, he stepped in, and I, th- I thought he played a pretty good game. Um, it was just exciting to, to see him out there doing well, and it was good to see uh, Campbell out there doing well too. You know, Campbell Campbell's awesome, man. He, ever since he's got here, um, you know, he's been – we knew, like, he'd be pretty good because he's just, he's just so athletic and, and moves well and just – loves to play football, especially O-line. He just loves to, to hit people. So, we, uh, you know, we love having him on the O-line. I thought he played pretty good, too. And then, you know, Blake and Clark and Joe held it down and uh, kept everybody together. And, and uh, you know, I, I thought those guys did good, man. They don't, they don't even need me or Harris. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they do. They absolutely do. Um, so, I, it was – Interesting watching the second half. Jacob Conover comes in. Baylor Romney goes down. Jacob Conover comes in. I thought that Aaron Roderick was masterful the way he made some adjustments, went back to the ground game. And I saw some beautiful blocking adjustments and running adjustments, really pushing through the B gap and then widening. Um, just talk about Algier. Talk about some of the, maybe some of the adjustments you saw in the second half of that game and, and how that running game really started to churn when BYU really needed it? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's really easy to block for Tyler, man, because when you mess up, he's going to make you right somehow. And, and uh, you know, I, I thought a lot of those plays were well blocked, and I thought some of them weren't, and Tyler just, you know, made a, made a great play. And, and Utah State's defense, you got to give them credit. They they come out and they played really hard and they moved a lot and they did some, some tricky things. And... Um, and, uh, you know, in the second half, we were able to kind of 
figure that out again. You know, it, t- it took a second, but we were able to figure that out again. And, and Tyler just kind of, you know, he, he went to work, the boys went to work, and, and we were able to put, you know, some big plays on the ground. And so we, we love blocking for Tyler, man. He makes us He makes us look a lot better. So I know Baylor had to leave the game at halftime, but uh, that first half, he was masterful at quarterback. And, uh, you know, all the first – uh, what uh, four drives, three touchdowns, and a field goal? Uh, it just seemed like everything was clicking. You really do at quarterback have a one A and one B. Both those guys can really get the job done. Yeah, man, and and uh, you know, like 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 we said uh, a couple weeks ago when when Baylor came in to finish the game, and then last week, I'm I'm, I'm proud of Baylor and the way he prepares. Man, he's he's always ready to go, you know, and he's. Uh, ready to contribute in any, any way that he possibly can, and you know, seeing him go in and and play really well, it's just it's awesome, you know, because he's just he's a good dude and deserves it because he plays well, and you know, he goes down and Jake steps up and Jake's ready to play because Jake does the same thing. He's he's always ready to play. He he studies as much as anybody, and and uh, you know, he's he's ready to go at any moment. So I was I was I was glad with the way that Jake came in and and uh, played and, and we were able to finish the game and, and uh, you know it, it, in situations like that you just got to get a group together and, and get them rolling and and uh, so far we've been doing a good job with that so hopefully we can keep it up. So James on the defensive side of things Utah State was averaging over 200 yards a game on the ground and your defense was able to stop up that run game for just 22 yards. Talk about what was going on on the defensive side and if you can just talk specifically about maybe some of the guys some of the names up front defensively that are doing some doing some work and whatever the scheme was in an effort to try to shut down those running lanes yeah man. and and what a crazy stat huh only 22 yards that's 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 crazy man especially when they were doing so much you know our our defensive line and you know just our defense in general i mean Guys were out there making plays. Jacob Robinson, Malik Moore making picks. Um, you know, guys playing their absolute butts off to, to you know, to, to stop their offense. And you know, so proud of those guys. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give credit to the to the D line because I have to block those guys every day, man. They're they're no fun. I'm I'm probably the biggest nice Amahe fan there is because he he beats <laughs> me up in practice a little bit. So, you know, I, I love seeing him back and healthy and and playing hard. It's good to have Batty back and healthy. I saw. You know, Caden Hogg making some plays, and I just saw him kind of tossing around their O line a little bit, and you know that's that's the stuff you love to see. James MP joining us right here on ninety seven five twelve eighty the Zone and the Zone Sports Network as he does every Monday uh, on this slot. So, going forward, do you feel like you're in in a good spot to uh, play next week against Boise State, or is that still up in the air? Yeah, you know, honestly, it's probably still up in the air. I'm I'm doing my very best to to get back on the field, and I hate every second that I'm not. So, just like you know, just like all of our guys that are are missing some time right now. So, uh, you can you can bet that we'll be in the training room and we'll be in the weight room and we'll be doing everything that we can possibly do to get back and uh, just just keep grinding one day at a time. So, James, you guys wake up on a Sunday or do you get going through a Sunday and start looking for those numbers? I mean, BYU obviously now checking in at the top 10. How, how much do you guys watch that? How much do you care about that? What, what does it do for the temperament of the team? You know, it's, it's fun, you know, it's, it's fun to get recognized. It's fun to be in the, you know, top 10 and, and all that stuff. Um, and so, you know, there's, you know, it's to say that you don't enjoy it is, 
is a, is a lie, you know what I mean? Because that's that's a whole lot of fun. But <clears throat> right now, <clears throat> right now in uh, in uh, what is it week week six? Right now in in week six, that that doesn't really matter too much, right? Because you're only as good as your next game. And so I think everybody understands that. And you know, although it's really cool and really fun and kind of exciting, we we have work to do and. And we still have a long a season ahead of us, and plenty more games, and especially the one this week against Boise State. So we're uh, we're looking forward to that game, and uh, just working our butts off to to keep it up. Lots been made of the uh, interaction with the uh, student section behind you. Do you ever? Does that stuff ever even register with you? I mean, you're focused on playing, and I know maybe that game was a little different because you weren't playing. But when you've got, you know, when you're at a hostile place and you got the fans barking at you, do you even does that stuff even register with you? Do you even hear that stuff? Yeah, I mean, most of the time it just sounds like a whole bunch of voices all at once. You know what I mean? So you're so focused on what's going on, especially when you're on the field. Like none of, none of that stuff even matters. Now there's there's always a few hecklers behind the bench that uh that'll catch your ear and they'll say something funny but you know mo- most of the time it's just all good fun and a bunch of you know just um some smart alley comments and all that whatever so most of the time it's it's all chill and and yeah I mean they were right behind our bench but I thought our players did good at just saying hey you know what the 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 best way to go out here is to just play our best and shut these guys up and. And, uh, you know, they were all salty after the game and, you know, whatever. But I was proud of our guys and how they handled that situation. Were you looking for water to throw back at them? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, everybody made such a big fuss out of that. I mean, like, it's a little bit of water. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> That's how we look at it. Yeah. Hey, uh, James, I wanted to ask you um, a little bit about the – NIL, the name, image, and likeness. Do you feel like you're capitalizing on it? Do you feel like, it, it, you know, I, I know that we get to have you on the show and people get to learn all about James Impey, and we've had a blast learning more about you. But are are you feeling like you're making some financial gains off of this, or at least getting a, a mill or two that you didn't used to get? Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, I think a lot of the guys are are really taking advantage of that space right now, and it's I think you know, especially BYU has done a great job of making sure you know everybody's taken care of, especially with the the built bar things and and stuff like that. And so you know, there, there's no place I'd rather be during during this time for that. And honestly, I think the biggest focus is on uh, on the field. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know that that stuff will be around. Uh, for a long time now, but you know, you only get a few shots. So I think everybody's focused on, on playing the game probably the most, but you know, there's, there's some deals that come around that are, are kind of fun and exciting. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can get everybody taken care of and, and, uh, and play ball. You know what I mean? Is there any conversations in the locker room about like, Oh, I got this, you got that. Uh, and just kind of comparing notes. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, guys, guys talk and and it's exciting when your when your buddy gets a deal. And I think that's been, you know, I think I think the team's honestly handled it really well because when when it came out, we we kind of got together and we're just like, hey, let's not let this be a distraction, man. If if somebody gets a cool deal, you know, congratulate them and let's you know move on and not let that you know distract us. And I think the guys have been mature enough and have handled it really well. And you know have you know like like even Jaron too Jaron Jaron was taking care of us and you know people are taking care of each other and the school taking care of you know, all that stuff you know so I just think 
uh, so far it's been handled really well, and we've been able to keep the you know the main thing, the main thing, which is playing ball. How good is Boise State? I I think they're really good. I mean, the, watching their defense, I think they do a lot of a lot of good things. They they bring you know some different looks. Um, looks in front and you know their box they play it a little differently and so I think that can can definitely be a challenge and you know those guys play hard man and you know it's not the first time we played them we played them the last few years and you know every year it's a it's a really fun game and it's a great competition and you know those guys come ready to play and so I'm super excited for this game excited for the you know the guys and, and everything like that excited for the, the competition and I think I think their defensive front is really good and they can do a lot of tricky things that can give us some fits. So I'm excited to, to work on it and, and see how we do. You know, James, I know you're not going to be around for the Big 12 play, but but now that BYU is heading to a conference um, and, and you can be a little bit honest, would it have been nice to play for a conference title, uh, you know, and, and weekly conference awards and an all-conference team? Does that stuff matter to a player? And did you did you feel like you missed on that a little bit? Or is it just like, hey, we're just playing ball and having fun? It does That stuff really doesn't matter that much. Yeah, I, I for sure think it matters, especially for, you know, the recruits coming in. And, you know, just even like like we have certain games we play every year. And, and like I was saying about, you know, Boise just barely, you know, we play them every year and every year it's a, it's a fun game and there's lots of competition and you know the guys over there and, and uh, you know, that part of conference play is fun because, you know, you're playing in, in the grand scheme of things, you're playing for another, you know, championship within there. And, you know, I think it's going to be a blast that, you know, we're in the Big 12 and I'm so, uh, you know, excited for the team and, and the school in general, like the whole athletic department and, you know, all the other sports and everything. Um, you know, excited that they get the chance to, and you know, it'll be some fun places, some big venues, uh, you know, a, a whole lot of fun, and you know, I'm, I'm pumped for that. As, as for me, you know, I, um, I'm just super grateful to you know be here as it as it's all getting started. I'm grateful for my time here, regardless, um, because it's it's been a blast, man. And I think you know BYU's made it you know super great experience, and and will continue you know next year and and until we're there that make independence one of the, the funnest schedules you ever play, man, because every year there's, there's some different teams on there and some, some different places you get to go, and it's, it's just a blast. So, you know, BYU is, is uh, you know, top of the class, and I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here, and I'm, I'm pumped for the Big 12, man. I think it's going to be, you know, great for, for everybody here. I was thinking back to my playing days and how much I spent, how much time I spent watching the NFL on a Sunday when I was in college, and it was slim to none. I don't even know if I turned on the NFL game very, very rarely. But I'm curious, are you flipping on the Jets and watching little Zach Wilson? Do you pay much attention to the NFL and the games that are played on a Sunday? Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll catch a game or two. Um, you know, but at that point, I try to just watch and enjoy the game versus uh study study it you know what i'm saying um because i do that all week so that that's that's when you can actually enjoy a little football um enjoy watching a little football um but uh yeah i, I saw zach had a great game yesterday i i saw all the little highlights and you know on, on my twitter feed and all that stuff and you know he's just doing what he does man i was glad that he had a good game and you know i'm excited for him to keep doing what he does love seeing him swing the rock well, James, we appreciate it, man. Always a fun conversation. Uh, I know your your days are busy, but get healthy and can't wait to see you back out there on the field. 
Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. That is James Empey joins us every Monday at 10 a.m. right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Read into that what you will about his availability coming up this week against Boise State. Doesn't give you a strong sense. But that doesn't mean we can't continue to hope. Uh, I thought Connor Pay did pretty well. He did yeah, I did too. Pretty well. Got that one snap out of the way early uh-huh. on that uh, wouldn't have counted anyway because of the uh, Utah State was lined up offside. So um, after that, it seemed like he settled in and did a good job. I thought so. I thought he did a, a really solid job. He's been playing guard. He has actually had a start at guard this season. I think one start. He started in front of Tukuafu and then Joe Tukuafu and he had been going back and forth on rotation. So But that can be easy to slip over and play center though. No, it's I would say it is one of the you know, I was gonna say it's one of the more simple transitions, but the most simple transition is actually going from center to guard. Um if you're a center and you slip over to play guard, one of the more difficult, and you just don't see it as tackle into center. We saw that with Nick Ford. Nick Ford's played some tackle and moved in, but having to pick up all the calls, he's used to hearing the calls from James. He just had to he had to make some of those and see the adjustments. But I felt like he did good. I'm pretty confident he'd be okay against Boise State. All right, 126, Hans and Scotty here at Tim Daly Infinity. Beautiful rides, some with 0% financing, lease options, um, all kinds of great opportunities for you to come in here and save a ton of money. And you could be driving an Infinity, a car you've always wanted to drive. And there are all kinds of different models out here, so you can find the one that's going to fit your needs the best. We still have some jazz gear available, so stop by. Let's get you taken care of. It's all right here at Tim Daly Infinity on the Zone Sports Network. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. It's back-to-back Mountain West Conference opponents for the Cougars as they welcome in Boise State to Lavelle Edwards Stadium for a showdown against the Broncos. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 1230 with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hans and Scotty, hope you're all having a tremendous Wednesday. Live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Come by and hang out with us. Great showroom, ready to go. Let's have some fun. All right, Hans, you ready for another edition of Over Under? Lloyd, you ready to get in on this too? No, nah, I'm take... born ready. <laughs> okay. Who won the first? We've only done one. That was me. Oh, that's right. I, we've only done one Over Under, haven't we? I think so. We did not do one for Utah State. 
and well, we might have done one other. I just don't think we came through the outcome. But we all nailed it. You uh, you beat Lloyd and I by one in the last one that we did. So Utah, USC, or we are you doing the BYU? I'm doing BYU, BYU Boise, Boise State. State. Yeah. Okay. BYU Boise State over under. All right, let's start with um, trying to think of the right way to phrase this in terms of quarterback play. How many BYU quarterbacks will take a snap at quarterback? One. So you go point. I'm going to go, go point one point five. One point five. I will take the under. All right. Lloyd? I'm going to go over. <laughs> I will take the under. Um, Lloyd might have separated there. And that includes, let's say, uh, you know what? How about this? No, no. Quarterbacks uh, who throw a pass in this game. Because Neil Pauk. Or, hey, uh, what are you doing? Don't attempts. be changing things. Didn't this count? Didn't that already count? Okay. All right, fine. I'll leave it. Since we're split, <laughs> it's, since it's not unanimous. I mean, we're all going to pick up okay, one but, on Lloyd anyway. But a reverse throwback. I want to count that. Like You want to count that? Nah, I mean, we're doing quarterback snaps, so no, we can't count that. QB but, snaps. All right, QB snaps. Fine. Uh, QB passing yards in this game against BYU. I will set it at, let's go 209.5. Under. See, when you say it like that, it makes it sound like it's a dumb line. You could have put it at 158, I'd have gone under. All right, 158. So you just what? called it give, a dumb line. Give me 158.5. All right, and you'll take the under. Yeah. I will take the over on that. Lloyd? No, I'm going to go over. Yeah. So just wait a little bit. Let me just let it breathe for a little bit before you jump jump yeah. all over it. All right. <laughs> uh, Algier rushing. Under. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. One point five out here rushing yards. Uh, One dollar. Uh, let's say uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go one sixty nine point five. Nice line there. That's a really nice line. One sixty nine point five. I will, I will go the, over. I will take the under. What did What did Tyler line. get against them? Last year? No, Tyler Jr. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. You look it up, Lloyd. I will <laughs> look it up. Um, Tyler Jr. against. See, this is what you do, Lloyd. You derail the show here. <laughs> Normally, it's hands. Hey, what? Are, what? How many? How many snaps did he take that last game? This is dead air Don't presented by Lloyd. Cole. Okay. Put it on me. What did you say? How many yards did Tyler many yards? have against, against Boise State? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got it right here. I can 126 tell. Hundred and twenty-six on twenty carries. It's going to be an under, but it's barely. Like I'm talking one hundred and sixty. Lloyd, where are you going, man? Give me the over. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, By the way, I do think that Katoa is going to be over 100 yards in this one, though. All right. That, let's do that then. Katoa rushing yards, 99.5. Give me the over. 
All right, you're going over. Uh, Lloyd, what do you think? Mm, give me the under. Lloyd is going under. I'll take the over on that as well. Um, BYU. It's time. Give it to Katoa in this game. Let, BYU, him, let him have a game. BYU turnovers in this game. So this is BYU turning the ball over. Uh, 1.5. Under. Hands is going under. I'm going to go over. Ball security has been incredible. Yeah, but you got a third string quarterback too. Lopini Katoa's high game so far is 40 yards. Give him the ball. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, where you've got to take it on a team like Boise State, let the offensive line lean on Boise State's front and let it split between Katoa and Algier. Don't, I mean, put 20, 25 carries on Algier, 20 carries on the Katoa and get to that 42, 45 carry night and just run the football. Don't put this on Conover. So the fact that you went the under on Algier and the over on Katoa leads me to believe you think that's going to happen in this that's, game. I, I, that's what I think should happen. I guess I'm picking a little bit with my brain. Yeah. Even though Katoa, his highest output was 40 yards, there's a part of me it's like, okay, well, don't put it all on Algier, but the running is there. You're going to be – you. It don't feel like you have to pass just because you got to pass. Don't do that. Just run the run the ball. You've got two very capable running backs. And Katoa hasn't had his time in the sun yet. Let him have his time in the he sun. He should. He deserves it. Yeah, and it, and there's going to be plenty of carries to go around in this game if it's managed the right way. So yeah, that's why I'm expecting both of them to have a, a big night. He had seven carries for seven yards against Utah State. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, and I mean, here's his carry totals. Nine against Arizona, eight against Utah, eight against Arizona State. South Florida is four for 40 yards. He had a 10-yard average against yeah. South Florida. Yep. And then seven for seven uh, against Utah State. So I guess the other question is Katoa rushing attempts over under 11.5. That's a good number. I would hope that it would be over. Uh, I will go over. I hope that it's at 14 to 16 at, at, at a minimum. Hans is going over. You know what? I'll go over on that too. Lloyd, what do you think? Give me the over. All right. I'll take the under just for fun then. All right. Uh, I still need a turnover. BYU turnovers from you, Lloyd. You going over under 1.5. Mm, over. Damn They've only had, what did you say, two turnovers all season? Yeah. Zero fumbles, two interceptions. Yeah. that Plus nine on the due. season. They're due for a game where they have two or three. Do you think Boise State's the one to do it? Uh, it's going to happen against somebody. Boise State's plus four in the turnover margin. Yeah, they, they do a pretty good job. They've, um, they've taken seven interceptions out of the air, and they've forced five fumbles. That's, that's high force on turnovers. Yeah. That, that's, they've pushed 12 tur- turnovers. That's pretty incredible. BYU's pushed 11 turnovers. Six interceptions, five fumbles. Uh, Utah has only pushed six turnovers. Now, that's through four games, but only six. And USC has forced ten. So just to give you a perspective, because I was looking at Utah-USC's numbers this morning, too. So on the season, in their five games, BYU has sacked the quarterback 12 times. They had four against Arizona. They had three against Utah State. 
a couple against Utah, a couple against Arizona State. I actually think because Bachmeyer is kind of a uh, statue there in the backfield, uh, I'm going to set it at 2.5 sacks against Boise State. And I'm going to – I'll start. I'll take the over on that. Give me the over. You guys both went over there? Yeah. Yep. What was that number again? 2.5. Over. Dang it. That's no fun. All right. Um, let's go Boise State in terms of Hank Bachmeyer, who on the season is averaging uh, 304 yards per game. Uh, I'm going to go. Let's go 279.5. Right now, BYU's defense, their passing defense, is giving up 251 yards a game. What did you say? I'm going to go 279.5. Over. Hands going over. I'm going to go under. Lloyd? Give me the over. Over. All right. And total offense... Um, let's see here. That's not right. Um, looking for all-purpose yards here. BYU cider or, or Boise State. I want to know what Khalil Shakir's uh, all-purpose yarding yardage is. Oh. Well, Shakir actually has twenty-four yards uh, rushing. So he, I, he doesn't have as many rushing yards as I thought he had. So I'll say this. But, but his return yards. Yeah. I'll say Khalil Shakir receiving his average is 103.6 receiving yards per game. I'll go, let's go 89.5. Over. You are so sure of all these today, Hans. Yeah, you are. Let's see how I do. Uh, you're going over. I'm going to go under. Lloyd. I'm going to take the over. All right. There you go. We'll give you our final predictions on this game when we come back live here at uh, Tim Daly Infinity, 4550 South State Street. You still have about 15 minutes to come down, get some free jazz swag, getting you ready for the start of the season, which is two weeks from today, and another preseason game coming up tonight. It's all right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. It is time to bring in Nick Ford right now, the youth center. I got to feel like your football team should be thinking, we got a legitimate chance here because it's so unpredictable to go down there and get the first win in the Coliseum. Yeah, exactly. We do understand that, and we understand we're getting the conference play, and that, you know, we need to really bite down and go as hard as we can and empty the tank because we are one to know the opportunity is still on the table. I think it was back in 2006, Green Bay talked about turning the table, and that's the same mentality we are right now. You know, sometimes you don't start off as hard as you like, but as long as that table gets turned in your favor and you continue to turn it, then you got to keep running with it. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. You preview show, we do it every, or excuse me, Cougar Preview Show, we do it every Wednesday at uh, 12 to 2. 
Then tomorrow will be about the Utes, 12 to 2. And then on Friday, we do nothing but talk football for four hours. All right, buddy. I'm, football Friday. I'm really excited about this one from you because you watched Boise State. You called a game against Boise State. You know Boise State extremely well. And obviously, you've been covering BYU. You know what to expect from them. And you know their situation. Third-string quarterback, potentially second-string center, potentially second-string tackle. Um, I do feel like Mason Wake made a point to say he's going to be back. That's big. We've been throwing around third-string quarterback. Are we pretty – I mean, does it feel like it's heading that direction? It it does to me. I mean, I don't think it'll be Baylor Romney, but could Jaron Hall be back out there? I mean, I guess is the biggest question. I don't think so. Wow. I, I don't get the feel that that's the case. Just reading the tea leaves. Um, if Jaron, if there was a possibility, I just think that it would have been more, a little more obvious, a little more talked about. Yeah. All right. After seeing these two teams, uh, I'm going to go uh, 24-14 BYU. Wow. Boise State only able to muster 14 points. Okay. I think Boise State gets a few more points on the board. I'm going to go Boise State 20, BYU 27. 27-20. All right. And we'll get Lloyd's coming up here in a bit. But uh, I think both – I think it'll be – it's one of those games where the score will be closer than the feel of the game. Because – BYU needs to just own the time. They need to own possession and own the time. This should not be a Jordan Love, Coach Yost, Matt Wells (laughs) type offense that you see on Saturday midday against Boise State. This should be a good old school punch him in the mouth Get a couple yards, punch them in the mouth again. Use Katoa, use Algier, use Mason Wake. Uh, drop offs, some screen sets, and really lean on Boise State until they break. Correct. And in the meantime, don't make any dumb mistakes. Don't allow, if it is going to be Conover, don't allow him to make those mistakes. Don't put it in his hands. Any pass that you're going to make, do not have those. It's it's always mind-boggling to me. It feels like every quarterback I've ever seen come out on the field for the first time, the offensive coordinator calls in a quick five-yard out, and that quarterback goes to throw the five-yard out and short arms it just a bit, and the corner that's standing on top of the route picks it and takes it for six. How many yep. times have you seen that with young quarterbacks all, and coordinators that call it? All the time. Absolutely all the time. Please don't call a throw like that for Conover. If you're going to put it in the flats, if you've got to have some type of out, do it out of the backfield. Have Algier come out of the backfield off a play-action look. Let him roll for a minute so that he has time to read a defense and flip it to an open receiver or an open target. Please don't take the snap out of shotgun, one, two, turn, and fling to the out because I can just see it right now. Boise State stepping in front of it in the first offensive possession and taking it back for a touchdown. Don't do that. Make it just a clean call. And I, I, I'm, I'm sure if Aaron Roderick or Kalani Sataki or any of those coaches were listening to me, they'd be like, Hans, you're an idiot. Of course, they're not going to do that. <laughs> Hans, you're just talking to 
air. Stop it. Because there's just no way they'd do that. They're not going to put him at risk like that. I can't imagine they would. And that's the one thing I thought they did a really good job of against Utah State when they threw him in there. And he wasn't particularly good against Utah State. But they didn't put him in situations where he could make big mistakes. After the first couple throws. Yeah. And they realized, okay, you know, our guy's guy's feeling a little juiced up. Yeah. He's got the adrenaline pumping. Let's calm down here a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, oh, there's this guy named Tyler Algier that's pretty good. So let's find ways to get him the ball more. I would just tell Conover, I'd say, if you don't recognize the defense and you are questioning it, I don't care if it's third and ten. Just turn to Tyler. Make that call. Call it to to Connor Pay if he's the center or James Empey and hit the audible and hit the dive. Yeah. But if you're not feeling comfortable about what you're seeing with the defense, then let's get you out of it. There's no reason for us to press. And then there's no reason for you to not own the clock. The other over under I'd have said was with, with, uh, with clock owner ownership, just time of possession. BYU should have a, a pretty sizable margin in, in time of possession. And I know people are like, well, why would you want to keep Conover on the field? It's not about keeping Conover on the field. It's about keeping your offense yeah. out there and owning the game. There was, I think, that second quarter, BYU had like a 10-minute to 5-minute advantage in time of possession. Now, Utah State flipped that a little bit there in the second half, but when Baylor-Romney was out there with those third and they were runs. those long drives that just milked the clock, and the more of those you can get, the better. Yep. And not that you're overly concerned about Boise State offensively. I just don't think – but they do have uh, they they do have some weapons. George Halani at one point was a thousand yard rusher. Now their offensive line is really struggling uh, in the run game, and I'm not sure why. Um, but that's that's a problem, and they have the potential there. So but keep them off the field and do your thing. But that's the other thing, Scotty. How many times have you seen a team that's having an issue in a category, and a defense sleeps on that category, and then you come out of that game and you're like, wait a second, yeah, 220 yards on the ground. Where did that come from? Well, we know that they've got the talent. They, they've got a running back. They've got a talent. But there's a couple of links that are falling apart on that offensive front. And BYU just has to continue to do what these other schemes and teams have done to hold that run game down. Yeah. Because you don't want to come out of this one and be like, oh, my gosh. So Boise State got their run game going. I don't know if you're back. Lloyd, are you back there now? I am. What's uh, what's your final score in this one? Uh, uh, I'm going to go BYU 24, Boise State 20. All right. I think it's going to be it's going it's going to be close. It, I'm a little just, bit nervous with what the quarterback situation is going to be. You just kicked a field goal between the two of us. All three of us are really yeah, close. I had a 24-14, hands out at 27-20, you go 24-20. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us. Big thanks to Tim Daly Infinity for letting us hang out here. Uh, coming up next, it's the big show with Jake Scott. You're listening to 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.